Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Love is like driving a new Maserati down a dead dead end end street. And that's why we date three boys at one time. But like, who has time for that? I honestly had won a lot of money on a slot machine and then I hit one button and all of a sudden it was gone. Getting old and getting laid and all the things. Oh Oh God, why did you just say that? Okay, guys, we are rolling, and what were we just saying before we post-record that I... Oh, okay, so Adam posted this story. When was it? Over the weekend, or was it last week? No, I think it was Sunday night. Sunday night. It both. was like a four-part story. <laughs> it was two parts. <laughs> no, I texted the girls, and I was like, hey, like the DMs are just getting so out of control with advice segment, and I feel they bad. because we. It's like impossible. Or also, the Instagram algorithm just throws them all yeah. like out of order and all over the place. Well, the other thing is, once you open somebody is dm and it moves out of the like requests then it's hard to ever see them again yeah exactly the other yeah 100 right. and keep track of it it's impossible yeah i, and I felt bad because people were bumping it and i would go into somebody who bumped their question and it'd be like six bumps and i was like Oof. i feel so bad that i've never seen this one so i took matters into my own hands and i texted <laughs> the girls and i said guys it's too much. I'm implementing a process. We need to be more organized. So you posted on the story on the Matchmade Instagram story. Follow us on Instagram if you guys aren't already. At Matchmade Podcast. And but it like looked at first glance, it looked like one of those Instagram apologies an Instagram or, breakup or an Instagram breakup like we have decided to go our separate ways but we still have love in our hearts for each other like that sort of thing when a couple's breaking up but it was just Adam implementing a new strategy I'm pretty sure we um, got some replies that were, <laughs> that were like oh my god my heart dropped when I first opened this yeah we're breaking up we're not friends anymore we're not doing the podcast you know I like to put on a show guys you I, know well it was very detailed and you left nothing to question I don't leave no it you was, gotta lay it out like it is <laughs> And I was just saying that even spurred this conversation is the process is so much better now and it's so organized and now I have a timeline of all the So tell them the, the new process now who's listening. Yes. So the new process is <laughs> you need to email matchmadepodcast at gmail.com. So matchmadepodcast at gmail.com again and make the You're subject. You're stealing my thunder. That's true. That's Colby's call to action. Your CTA. Colby loves the CTA. Colby loves a CTA. Um, And just subject it, advice segment in all caps. And because then it's easier for me to see with my old eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Three to four sentences, max, something like a short summary so that it's easy for us to summarize it on the podcast when we read it back. But you can include extra details at the bottom so that like if there's any other context that we need, then we can just read that. Um, But whatever we'll read to... The audience on the actual pod is going to be the summary that you put at the top. So pretty much, long story short, just email us now. Don't DM us. Well, you can DM us, but it's yes. going to get lost. Like if you want your question answered, send us an email. Honestly, yeah. I Honestly. mean, you can still DM us. Just don't DM us advice segment stuff because I'm just not. Even, we're not even going to see it or pull from there. I it's going like, to be yeah. Yeah, we're only going to pull from the email now. And also, if you have an update to a previous <laughs> advice segment, that was my other piece that I implemented. You can send an email with the subject advice update. segment update <laughs> <laughs> and the date that it was featured so we remember it. Wow, organized. <laughs> Guys. Oh my God. I waste no time with the process. We're really moving up in the world, yes, our we- little podcast here. We have an email address now. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> it's actually just overrun with like random advertisements. Spam. Yeah, like spam from different podcast really? networks. Like, yeah, all this like random stuff. How did they stuff. find us? I have no idea. Our- Email is matchmadepodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> like, not that hard. <laughs> I guess it's easy. Well, guys, welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. It's been a long time since we've been in the same room. It, well, last week, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, like... I wasn't here. I haven't seen you I know you've since we were on this floor. Wait, did we? And we didn't hang out this weekend, right? Did we? Did we? Um, 
Oh, no, 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 no. 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 We were going to hang out Saturday, and then you were feeling bad. I was like... You were in Boston. I, I was bad. in Boston for my sister's 40th birthday. Jackie was very offended that apparently I don't talk about my sisters enough on this podcast. Um, Give us the lay husband, of the land. my brother-in-law, Todd, is a very loyal listener. <laughs> I and love that. they hey, were Todd. listening on the way to her surprise festivities and she was like you didn't mention us one time and I, was like, I was like i was keeping the secret of why i was going home so was she surprised now, yeah she was very surprised she had no idea oh that's the best and wow. we went to the new casino i mean i guess it's not that new but i hadn't been there yet um the casino in boston um which was fun aside from the fact that i didn't win any money i was gonna say did you win big um, no. I honestly had won a lot of money on a slot machine, but I think that they do this on purpose. It was very confusing. So I cashed out at the one that I had won the money at, mm-hmm. and then you can put your winning slip into a different machine instead of money. And so I did that because I didn't want to spend my actual money. Fair. Yeah. And then I hit one button and all of a sudden it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> like then it came out and I had three cents left. It, it's how they trick you. Yeah, they're like, I'll take that back now. Thank you. Um, it's actually such a smart business model. It their was part. terrible. It was so disappointing. I'm sorry. Um, and we lost the two billion dollar lottery, so yeah. we're just not winning. We're lately. losers. I had convinced myself I had planned out my entire life around winning that Powerball. Same. I still don't buy that. Whoever. One, one ethically. In California, because they were the ones who delayed the... They had to do it in private. What? Yeah, there were security issues, which delayed the drawing. And then they had to do it in private in Southern California. And then somebody in Southern California won. Okay, something's fishy here. Yeah. Launch an investigation. Yep. Launch it. That is weird. I think Colby and I deserve to win. Yeah. We should start buying a weekly ticket and we can just split the cost. So then it's only a dollar each. And then. I think we can splurge <laughs> and we can each buy one. <laughs> you can really no, splurge. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, no, no. Share, sharing is caring. Yeah. Sharing is caring because then it's more fun if we win. And it's legally binding. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because then I have double the chance of winning and only half the cost. Wow, Adam. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Well, uh, you saying. don't You're really thrifty. have double the odds because if we're sharing a ticket you have a half oh you're right <laughs> i was fully on board with you there yeah. i so fully was going on that same train. odds half the cost <laughs> which, for the same reward so that's all around and but then positive. you get to share your winnings with your favorite person on the planet see i would love sharing my winnings like with i was me. i was planning out the whole way that i would win the lottery i was like i'm gonna rent out a room in nobu i'm gonna invite everybody to the dinner oh. nobody's gonna know what actually is gonna happen or not nobu, but like some kind of like nice i'd probably rent out bond street honestly <laughs> invite everybody to this nice dinner and everybody would be all angry because they don't want to actually have to pay that much for a dinner and be like why is adam dragging us to this dinner and then i would sit everybody down in a room sit them down and there'd be cartier boxes on the table on their plate <laughs> <laughs> and inside the Cartier box would be a personalized gift. And then also an envelope next to it with a million dollars each for all of my closest. Wow. And a credit card. Because for tax purposes, you can't give out too much cash to everybody. So you just give them all a credit card. I would literally I never know that. How do you know that? I would I rent everything. out a Hummer limo and I would drive up to all of my friends' houses and I would have like a deal or no deal briefcase that I would give people and then it would also have Meghan Markle. It would have a plane ticket and we would all go to a private villa in St. Barts together for like a week. All expenses paid. I love and that. then we would do that once a year. Okay, let's come And I would ours. also give people money. But like I would do like handouts every yeah. once in a while. I feel like that's better than one lump sum. See, I think somebody had student loans. I would pay them off for them. I was gonna give every all my friends a college fund for their future kids. That would be nice. That's, Wait, that's, that's really al- cute. Because that's also a tax write off. Oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> I would like of buy course. an investment property. I think only one. Initially, one, like no, a billion dollars. Initially, I would buy. Yeah, initially one. He's <laughs> gonna then, buy like one. Then I would buy an apartment in New York, She's and frugal. I would take my roommates with me. But they would still have to pay for like the cleaning lady, <laughs> and then also for the Wi-Fi because I wouldn't be able to afford that probably. 
Um, you sure? With a billion dollars? <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't make them pay rent, but they would have to pay for something. Oh, okay. They have to pull their make weight. Make them feel yeah. useful. Yeah. Wait, I read this thing. I don't know if it was like one of those clickbait article things that you read that isn't true, but this guy, I believe he was somewhere in Asia, won the lottery and... That he asked that like whoever announced the winner like kept his his identity a secret, which I think is pretty much the yeah, norm. Yeah, just so people wouldn't know. And he, I think it's like dangerous to yeah. reveal who you are. Well, mm-hmm. of course, because they someone can get you. Right. But he hid it from his his family. Yeah. So he like went on with his life, didn't tell his wife and kids that he had won the lottery, so they wouldn't slip up and like you know their work ethic wouldn't leave them immediately because he has this lottery yeah. so he just uh went to his deathbed without telling them wow and then, surprise surprise that's Wait, very lottery. admirable and how much did he won i don't know it was like a, it was a million something millions oh. it wasn't like a billion but oh. it was definitely millions wow my sisters yeah. and i had keep created it our anonymous llc name i was like we can never tell dad like dad cannot know that we won the lottery <laughs> <laughs> and why not i my dad like I don't think knows how to keep a secret. I feel like it would get out very <laughs> tell quickly. The whole town. I think I would buy an island and go there, and you guys would have to visit me. That sounds nice. Will you fly me private to your island? Sure. Can okay. I like, run a smoothie stand on your island? Sure, that's totally great. But there's going to be no one there to sell to because it's going to be me, myself, and I <laughs> on this deserted island. Only sell to Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just. That sounds great. I'll be your only customer. My most loyal customer. I'm I'll start a loyalty be... program for you. Wow. <laughs> you buy ten, you get one free. <laughs> there's going to be a punch card. Yeah. Okay. I feel like when you're that rich, like you need to find ways to make your life still fun. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine like having that much money? Me and my Sisters were also talking about this when we were planning out what we were going to do with all our money. I was like, I would still go to work every day because all my friends would have to work. Yeah. What like, else what, would I do with all, my yeah. time? Yeah, exactly. But I just wouldn't be as invested. But you could do like, anything. Got, like, you wouldn't have to work for somebody else. You could start yeah. your own business. Well, that's and also, true. that's why a lot of very wealthy people just, like, they have, tr- like, what is it called? Um, charity. Charitable. Mm-hmm. They're like on the board, yeah. on the board of a charity. So they feel like, and they are doing work. They are doing things, but they aren't, you know, it's like, I'll just donate money to this cause and be on the board and throw parties and things, which sounds really nice to me, but I guess it would be a, a boring life. Otherwise, yeah. like if you didn't have something, if you have so much money that like, you just don't need to work. I, I think if you have some kind of charitable cause that you're like excited about or something, that then that's enough. probably like a fun, that's probably enough. I guess that and is you enough. you can dedicate your time that you would spend working to volunteering yeah. for the charity. That is true. Because, like, we have something, like, goals, because we don't have, like... <laughs> we don't have... <laughs> boatloads of money. that sums of money. Maybe I would join Baby to Baby. That seems like an amazing cause. And then I could <laughs> yeah. hang out baby. with Kim Kardashian. Have you not seen? They had, had a gala. They had a huge gala. They no. had a gala the other night. Oh, my God. And Kim Kardashian donated a million dollars. Of course she did easy change pocket yeah. change just what's at, the, change what's at the bottom of her, her purse she wakes yeah. up and a million dollars just falls out of her falls out of her butt pillowcase <laughs> how did we get on this topic i don't know i, don't I was even, talking yeah. about gambling <laughs> and then colby, i was like the lottery colby brought it up money yes. and adam goes okay so what are we doing when we win yeah when we win big guys so I you guess need to plan we have for those to go things. buy um a lottery ticket when we leave here i'm down i'm actually do you say okay. less but where we do you cash. go 7-eleven 7-eleven yeah. well yeah. there's this sketchy stand in tribeca that i found next to or close to the nail salon that i go to and it's literally like a window oh okay and I, that looks like a lucky spot to me <laughs> okay let's <laughs> okay. do it i think let's only buy lottery tickets from there the other day when i was leaving the casino <laughs> I, <laughs> we are so on the gambling train the other day, <laughs> i was with my sister megan and there was a vending machine of scratch tickets and she was like oh, i think i still have a 20 and i was like oh i think i do too and she made me buy this scratch ticket that she actually won two thousand dollars on this, are you serious yeah but there's apparently an app in Massachusetts, and when you scan the back of your scratch ticket, it tells you how many of the big prizes are still available. So she was like, both of the $10 million ones are still out there, and like there are multiple million-dollar ones that haven't been claimed. Like, Just get that one. So obviously, I listened to her, and I get the one that she had won on, and she also gets one. 
she wins again, and I didn't win anything. <laughs> some people are just really lucky. It's so annoying. Like, some people, I'm telling you, I don't think I've ever won a contest, ever. Like an Instagram giveaway or anything? Never. I don't think I have either. Like, no. I, but then I know people that are like, that win all the time. I think that it's just, you know. Luck some of people, the draw. You know how now on Instagram, if somebody tags you in a comment, it goes into your... DMs. Yes. Every time that I get a DM from Adam, yep. it's Same. never anything good. He's tagged him entering a contest. I don't want to hear it. Katie, I reply to all... No, literally, I sent Katie the other day. I reply to all of her stories. I reply to all of Colby's stories, too. And it's literally just a list of me replying and Katie not and responding I, or even liking my message. I just see it. I'm like, oh, Adam again. Okay. This old thing again. I take your love for granted. Mine are pretty much you tagging me in giveaways. But you do reply. I do, and I tell you how pretty you are, and I say Aww. this is a cool picture. I'm a, I'm a great. You say I want to move in with you. I do all the time, but no, it was just funny to open up my DMs and see me <laughs> responding to like literally twenty of Katie's stories, yeah, just with nothing. See that. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. I was like, damn, I'm not doing anything. Crickets. Good. Wow, we've talked so much about. It's like that song. I want to be a billionaire. So, so freaking bad. bad. I do. Buy all of the things I've never had. Colby. Yes. I want to be, be on, on the, the cover, cover of Forbes magazine. Smiling next to Oprah and the Queen. Yeah, I, but like, I want to be smiling next to Chris Jenner and Corey Gamble, I think. Same. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But do you think that, um, what's his name? Travi McCoy, the guy who sang that song. Do you think he's a billionaire? Probably no. not. No. No, we're close. He's still manifesting. He was a one-hit wonder, no? <laughs> he was. But there was some other guy on that song. Was it Bruno Mars? It was Bruno Mars. And he's probably getting there. I think right? that the, the amount of billionaire music artists is so small. Like, I don't, I don't even know any of them yeah, are. Beyonce, like, probably, Beyonce, right? Beyonce, 100%. But, yeah. but they all have another brand. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm noticing. It's almost like every person that is a billionaire is not just like a one track thing. It's no. like they have many things. Like even Oprah mm-hmm. yeah. had a show. She has all her brands. She has her magazine. Like you have to have multiple and she things. She has like merchandise. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they use like the music career as the way that they grow an audience, and then they they launch sell, themselves sell, launch themselves into a product to sell to that audience. Right, but they have to have you have yeah. to do something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we launch our Q and A segment? We definitely We're doing can. a good old fashion authentic Q&A. We I definitely can, um, but I do want to give an update before we continue yes. because... Kick it off. I love the interest. I really appreciate the interest in my love life, and like that is what we talk about every week, like all, of, all three of ours. Um, but you know what they don't tell you, how it sucks when it goes down the drain and then you have to tell people about it. It's like, it's embarrassing. It's like, oh, this thing didn't work out, and now I have to talk about it after talking about it positively for the past like five weeks but you know what they say or what the great taylor swift who didn't give me a ticket yesterday but it's okay what the great taylor swift said maybe tomorrow well she said lots of good things but love is like driving a new maserati down a dead dead end end street street. yeah then there's more to that poetic you know what i mean (laughs) that is how i feel right now i feel the fucking mic with that i feel like I drove a Maserati down a dead end street and I crashed into a wall. That's what I feel like. No, babe. It's only up from here. No, it's okay. I mean, I mean, it didn't totally blow up in your face. No, so. no, no. I'm just being dramatic. But you know when you just like have high hopes and expectations and things yeah. are going well right. and things have gone further than anything else has ever gone. So you're like, oh, okay, like the momentum's good here. Right. It's like, honestly, the equivalent was sitting in the, the darn Ticketmaster queue yesterday yeah. trying to get Taylor Swift tickets and it was moving and then all of a sudden it moved really fast and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is it, this is it. And then I get in and they're like, there are no tickets left. You got blue balls. Literally. And that's how I feel with me. You were on the analogy train Not today. Seriously. You're killing it. This I'm is driving, actually poetic. I'm driving the train. It just feels like it's just disappointing. That's like really it. Like useless and to, disappointing. Do you want to give the, the crew yeah. an update? I'm just giving a lot of um. I was wondering if you wanted to talk a about Cinderella it. Story. No, I want to talk about it because you know what? This scenario, like, there's a reason why I think a lot of people have been excited for me with this one, and it's because maybe that they're experiencing something that isn't super exciting right now and they they're like living vicariously through me or whatever so i just want to be honest because i know that a million people out there go through this exact situation where like when a situation ship ends 
you almost feel like you can't be sad about it or like it's embarrassing to be sad about it because you're like, oh, but we weren't actually in a relationship. So like we didn't break up. There was no breakup because we were never dating. Mm -hmm. So you feel kind of silly being sad about it, but it's almost like you feel just as bad as like a breakup would feel because it's like, oh, you go from talking every day to a a person and going on many like very fun dates with a person and then they let you know like, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious and you're like, you feel kind of stupid for like thinking that it was going to be something serious, you know? So that's how I'm feeling right now and that's, he's such a great guy though and like went about it in such a great way and like sent a very, very well crafted message and like everything i don't have any ill will and i like don't even think of like this might not be like the end but it just really caught me off guard because it made me feel like i was coming on too strong maybe or like just made me feel silly for getting excited about something i don't think it was your fault at all though like he gave you so many indications that it was going a certain direction and also chose the night that you guys were going to hang out for a sixth time to text you that yeah. novel ahead of time it was a very well crafted novel it Honestly, was, yeah, he definitely he deserves his notes. He took his time. <laughs> New York Times bestseller. He sent honestly. it to four friends to proofread. Like there was some thought that went into it for sure. It was a really good message, and he's a really great guy, and I have no ill will. It's just like I think I more so just feel kind of like really again, like again. I think it's the best <laughs> message you could have received, opposed to hearing that after the sixth time you guys right. hang out and no, leads you completely. along even further. But I think he maybe should have brought it up a little bit. Like no, I don't think so. I think it's taken him this amount of time to figure this out that he doesn't it's not i don't think it's about me it's hard not to take it personally like mm-hmm. obviously you're going to take it personally you're going to be like okay well what changed mm-hmm. like what did he realize he got to know me too well and then he realized he didn't like me and like what's wrong with me but that definitely is it's, not the case no it's not yeah. it's, it's not personal it's literally just like in his phase of life right now he doesn't want anything serious i'm obviously going to take it personally but I shouldn't because that's not what he meant. And like, I know that, but like, it's so much better that he actually brought that up and let you know where his head's at rather than just disappearing, which is right. The opposite or like the other option in that situation. And like, at least, you know what he's thinking, but also like we were talking about last week and yesterday, I think guys, especially our age, nobody wants to settle down and maybe he is trying to get settled in his own career or feel secure himself in some other way that he wouldn't be able to give the time to a relationship that would be meaningful. We're so young still, even though we are feel we're like only 26, it. 27. Well, I fully know that and I fully get that. But then you, you do see people at our age who are like getting engaged and things are working for them. That's right. why I think so, at the end of the day, it really is kind of a numbers game though. Of, what do you mean? <laughs> like you need to date a lot Play of people. Play the field. Like, cause yeah. it's really luck at the end of the day in terms of the person that you're dating. Yeah. Like it's not, it's so like unrealistic. That, looking for the same Exactly. Thing it's so unrealistic to think that the first person that you're going to date seriously or go on more than three or four dates with is going to be the, also the same person on the same page as you. Even if it seems like it's going down that path and that's, you know where yeah. you know you want to chill but as long as you stay true to what you know you want and you stand up for yourself and it was good that you didn't go and hang out with them still last night and you just said hey like completely understand thanks for letting me know like yeah i told him i need to think about it or like think about he didn't like close the book he left it very open to me to like if i'm okay with not like being serious right now yeah. or like even didn't seem like anytime soon like if i'm okay with that then like fine we can continue what we're doing and like just as long as i'm aware that like he's not going to want to be exclusive or anything like that's like the way that i read the message but i really just kind of thought about it and i'm like you know what i could be one of those people that's like yeah yeah i'm fine with that like it's okay like i'll be casual but then but i know deep down that's not what i want yeah exactly i don't want that right now like i i just feel like like at that point i'm i don't want to say i'm wasting time but I kind of am. Like, if I'm in something that I know isn't, like, what I'm looking for. Like, exactly. And you're only going to get deeper feelings. feelings and yeah. And then it's going to hurt even more. Exactly. It's like leaving a Band-Aid on for too long. Yeah. You know, you leave a Band-Aid on for a long time. And yeah. And then when you rip it off, it's really stuck. It and It really hurts. Is stuck. <laughs> it so you even might worse. as well have just ripped it off sooner. Yeah. That's how I feel. But at the end of the day, I learned a lot. It was exciting. It was fun. It was. It's like a new Maserati. Dead Driving end street. Down a dead end street. Woo! Man. <laughs> 
Passionate. Yeah. Okay. We've all been there with our Hinge profiles, handing our phones to friends to get their opinions on which prompts we've chosen and which photos we have and in which order. I mean, I did that before I met my boyfriend on Hinge, but with the voice prompts, you can help your friends even more. With the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, you can lean on your friends to hype you up to potential matches. Guys, I think I need to update my Hinge profile. I think it's like getting a little stale. Will you take a look? Colby, we need to add the my best friend's take on me voice prompt to your Hinge profile. <laughs> It'll be fun. Let's do it. Okay, Colby, tell me when you're recording. Okay. Okay. Speak. My take on Colby. Colby is a down girl. Anytime you want to do anything, try a new restaurant, go to a workout class, go for a walk, chill at home. Colby is your girl. Katie, what do you think? Give her some hype. Colby is always down. That's true. You actually took mine. <laughs> But she's also extremely loyal. She's easy to talk to. Colby is a great listener. Colby's the best. If you're listening to this, you need to date Colby. Oh my God, I'm blushing. Yeah. I think I'm going to get a lot of likes from that. Asking your friend to answer this voice prompt for you can be such a great way to bring encouragement and levity to your dating life. Download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> now back to the episode. Episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill fall fling but yeah fall fling and now it's but you know what i just i want to you know we're leaving it on a positive note we don't hate him everything's fine like who knows what'll even happen with it but i think that just if anyone you know if anyone's going through something similar just pick yourself back up get yourself it's okay to be sad it is perfectly fine i ordered two pints of van lewin had a great night and then went to bed (laughs) and now and i woke up today and i feel amazing i have like a great day planned like everything's fine but i think it's just life goes on life goes on nice timing in the sense that it's is it almost though? Thanksgiving. Is it though? Because I was just thinking about that, about how now I get to go to Thanksgiving dinner with my family and get grilled about relationships yet again with zero prospects. <laughs> well, I, I think that's better than talking about... I think you, you were talking yeah. about a guy that then it blew up in your face and then you had to talk about that again like, at yeah. Christmas. Now I you're completely going agree Thanksgiving with, with a blank slate and then you're going to see them again in a month. Yeah, let's say you go home to Thanksgiving, yeah. tell your parents, tell your aunt and uncle, tell your cousins. Oh, you're no. like, I met this great uh, yeah. guy, I've been hanging out with this great guy. Yeah. And then Christmas time comes around, like they yeah. ask you how it's going and you're like, well. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you ask? <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. I, were any of the questions in the question box about being single during the holidays? I feel like that's yes, such... Somebody did ask like going into Thanksgiving dinner basically that and i do think that it's better to have nothing than to have a wishy-washy situation or something that you're just you don't know sure where it's going where it's going that's so true i think i did get a dm once about this too like what to do when your relatives are grilling you about being single and i think like this is just the way to if you ever talk about something you don't want to talk about Ask them about them. Ask your relatives, <laughs> so how's your marriage of yeah. 40 years? How are you and uncle so-and-so? Or like, just 
How's that going for well, you? Ask them. Maybe don't make it so aggressive. Maybe just be like, so how do you guys keep the spark alive yeah, after yeah, 40 yeah. years? Just give them something to talk about because at the end of the day, yeah. they're just like nosy. And if you give them a, a big question, a just like reverse psychology yeah. kind of, I think. Isn't that kind of funny to think that adults in your life are also you know, people with dreams and like lives and thoughts and things like that. I don't know. Is that, is that weird to say? No, like, it I, isn't weird. I read this thing that like broke my heart into a gazillion pieces. It's like, well, it's kind of like the Taylor Swift song, never grow up. Oh it's my like, God, we're getting older, we're growing up, but like, don't forget that she, your mom, she's getting older too. Like she's growing up too. This is the first time she's been in her fifties, you know, like yeah. it's, you think that these people, but like, yeah, they're also, I know. Sometimes I think about that. I'm like getting old and getting laid and all the things. Oh, oh God! Why did you just say that, Katie? <laughs> I don't. Except my mom literally talks about sex all the time. She's crazy. Katie's parents it. are so in love and They're so visibly so in, love. in love. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful. Yeah, thing. I can't wait to. Oh my goodness! Tell them about this latest. It's everything okay. Happens for a reason. You like know? he came to my birthday party and everything. It's he did. okay. But. Don't put yourself down yeah. the rabbit hole. No, no, no. no. We're not, we're not spiraling out. No. We're not. I think that the worst thing you can do in this situation is like overanalyze. Yeah. Like, what did I say? What did I do to ruin it? Like, not you one thing. You didn't do anything. Not one thing. It's and I'm glad that he told me now versus like, it's just everything's better. Um, I think the most frustrating thing about a situationship or a relationship or like anything ending, I told you guys this, I texted you yesterday, is just the fact that now... I have to do it all over again. Like I have to start yeah. again. I have to go on a first date again. And I have to remember their parents' names and their brothers' names and everything about them again. And that's why we date three boys at one time. But like who has time for that? I can't even find time. Like in the next three months, I can't find a single free night. For oh. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Maybe I do need to win the lottery. <laughs> Oh my god. Let's win the lottery and get sabbatical. (laughs) So we have time to date. It's just so busy. Yeah. It's tough. All the time. When do you find time? But you do, you will find time. You will. Yeah. You Uh, find time for the things that are important. One of the best feelings is having someone tell you that you smell good. Like, honestly, one of the best feelings out there, knowing that you're walking around town smelling amazing, and I get compliments all the time on my sniff perfume. And then when they come into your apartment, they're like, wow, it smells amazing in here. And I get to tell them that I'm also lighting sniff candles. Great feelings all around. I think that one of the best things in life is smelling good and having your apartment smell good. And that is why we love sniff. Every sniff product is genderless. Their mission is to simply create amazing scents that are made for everyone. So it fits anybody on your holiday gift list, female or male. Nearly all Sniff products have a try-before-you-buy model where you'll receive a full-size product along with a sample. You have seven days to spray the sample fragrances or burn the trial candles to decide what scents are for you, and you can keep the full-size products of the scents that you love and return what isn't for you free of charge. Personally, I've been wearing the Show Pony fragrance almost every day, which I think is the perfect gift for any man in your life. And I love the Natural Talent fragrance. It's really... Not super overpowering, but light and sweet, but not super feminine, like not super floral. I'm bad at describing scents, but this is the one that I've gotten compliments on wherever I go. I pretty much always have the Ditch Plains candle burning in my bedroom. I'm so excited that Sniff loves our Matchmade community and is offering you an extended Black Friday deal. Now through December 15th, you can receive an exclusive 25% off your order, which is a huge discount with the code MATCH25. So if you've been waiting to hit add to cart on that new fragrance or candle, now is the perfect time to do it. My mom is driving me back to the city on Friday, and she is going to stay until Saturday or Sunday. And Jane. I'm trying to convince my sisters to come. But you guys should go to Rolf's. It's not going to happen. My mom, literally, I was like, does she love going to Midtown? And she was like, come on, I heard the Christmas tree is there. I really want to go see it. The tree lighting isn't even until the 30th I saw yesterday, but the tree's up. So well, you know what? I'll bring her there. My Christmas tree is arriving today. I ordered a Christmas oh my God. tree. It's um, 10 feet tall wow. or like 9 feet tall. It's, but it's a skinny tree. It's like yours. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's Danielle's tree. That's the yeah. one that she yeah. has. But I got it. And um, you guys can help me decorate my tree. I want because to decorate for Christmas. It's actually like a sin to decorate your tree alone. 
We it should is. have a night where we just like get hammered on wine and decorate your tray. Okay, yes. I'm totally down with that. I don't have any ornaments yet, so I need to buy ornaments. Oh, Adam, oh, okay. I was going to wait but, until after to tell you this also, but my roommates aren't going to be here next week, so I think that would be a good time for me to cook you dinner. Katie, you're welcome <gasps> yeah, to come over as well. Um, what am I, Colby? <laughs> I love you so much. to cook him dinner for like six months. <laughs> Literally, every time Colby posts that salmon, yeah. I'm like, Colby. Do you, you like <laughs> salmon? No, you would like salmon now. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know about that. You would. You would like the salmon that I make. It's, okay. it's great. It doesn't taste fishy. With the glaze. But yeah, I mean, I can make you chicken. All right. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah, one night next week. Monday. Okay. Yeah, down. How about a field trip? We'll come here first, decorate. Well, I need to do it before then, honestly. The tree. We can do that well, we can on do Sunday. It this weekend or Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we can do it this weekend. Okay, cool. Amazing. Love <sighs> this for us. Yay. I got this like, I'll just, you know, I don't want to spoil it. You'll see. It needs You'll to be see. Yeah, You'll yeah. see everyone. Anyway, okay. should we answer another question? And then we need to give that Back update. Back to the computer. Yes. <laughs> um, Back to work. <laughs> so I actually think that we have a lot of new listeners because there are a lot of questions asking how we met and what inspired our podcast. Wait, that's Aww, really cute. Have we ever, I guess in the first episode we discussed. Yes. Like has meeting, right? We always just and assume too. And people asked our first impressions of each other. We can do this all all together in one. Yeah. Well, Katie and I met in college. I'm the common link. Yeah. Yes. I'm the common link. So I'll I'll start off. So I met Adam in well technically middle school. Yeah. We are from the same hometown. We weren't we like knew of each other and we like definitely spoke, but we weren't close friends in middle school or high school. Yeah, we were like friendly. We, we had a lot of friendly. mutual friends. Yes, like we knew each other, we'd spoke but we weren't, we've never hung out. Yeah. Like, never hung out socially. Mm-hmm. And then, but we had a common friend, Jillian, who we're still friends with. I'm not friend, like close with a lot of people from high school anymore. Just you and Jillian. Mm-hmm. Jillian went to University of Maryland, where Adam transferred to. So both of them were at University of Maryland together and became close. And when I, I went to Elon, when I came home on breaks we would all three hang out and then we got close and then jillian stayed in maryland but both of us moved to new york so we became closer and now we're besties and colby came into the mix because i met her at elon Mm -hmm. and adam just took my whole friend group so post transfer (laughs) i was was waiting transfer (laughs) student adam swooped up all my friends i'm just kidding Honestly, I, really did, I was though. an Alabama transplant <laughs> yeah. to Elon. Yeah. Katie. Colby went to Alabama her freshman year, then sophomore year, transferred to Elon into our sorority, and we welcomed her with you open had arms. To, you had to accept me. <laughs> well, we didn't have to. No, yes. <laughs> In sororities. That was so awkward like, and weird. Colby was a Zeta at Alabama, if you guys are not familiar with the process. And when you come to a new school the new chapter that you're like you like want to be in like you can you can be in zeta at the new school you transfer to but they have to vote on you so we all had to put our heads down and put our arms up if we were in favor of colby joining our chapter did you guys used to do the thing where you put somebody's face on the screen and then all deliberate if they yeah red card green card yeah pro con but you don't do that for everyone just the ones that are on the fence just the people that aren't like a clear Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I guess we we did that for like our because I was in business oh fraternity. God, obviously, so it was the same, stupid. but like we did the same stuff like that. Like had yeah. all the crazy rituals, and I was like fucking vulture in those. I'd be like that person was rude to me. And see, we're the not. Rush. We weren't allowed. Like we had our president or whoever that person was advisor advisor and she was like everything needs you can say negative things but it has to be positive i'm like that doesn't make sense like you can't be like that girl's a bitch you have to be like she was you have to have justified reasoning like i'm sure she's a great girl but she was unkind to me that one time (laughs) like i think for us it was kind of the same because i feel like if you said blanket statements like that like i hated her then you lose credibility also nobody trusts your opinion because obviously you do the deliberation and then at the end you do like vote Right. I was only allowed to vote one time during recruitment because then I was the assistant recruitment chair and then I was the recruitment chair and you're not allowed to. Yeah. I didn't have to really talk to anyone. I mean, it was a lot of work. I was thrown into the ring every single time. I was a good talker and I was a good judge of character and I am the reason we got great pledge classes. Okay. All credit. Just kidding. Anywho, but yes, now that's how we met, I guess, because... Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I met Colby through you when she was moving to New York. Yeah, she you visited I before you that moved. Day. I do too. We sat. You hated that picture. I posted an Instagram yeah. with Colby. Well, now my hair. Looking back on those photos, like I should never. Whoever <laughs> did those highlights to me, like, deserves to have their license Jail. 
for hair revoked. <laughs> the license for hair. Like, it was before that trend was even a thing. So yeah. maybe I was, like, a trendsetter of, like, the block highlights in no. the front. And there was, like, no way of fixing it. So I just had to let it grow out. But yeah. It's a whatever. Now I don't color my hair. I haven't colored my hair in over a year and a half. It looks so good. Yeah, it does natural. look good. I guess I'm just doing a brunette. Same thing here. Yeah. Letting it go natural. Anyway, but that's how we met. And first impressions of each other? I don't really question. remember. It's been so long. For Katie, I definitely don't remember my first impression. I don't remember. Because in middle school. I feel like everybody's so, like, into themselves in middle and high school and just worried, like, like, worried about their own problems. I literally couldn't tell you. It's just been so... I know you too well now. I know. Like, I yeah. wish I'd written it down, you know, bef- At back the time. then. Because it's impossible to ask. Like, unless, like, you have a really, really strong, like, I hated that person or whatever. It's yeah, very- I more so remember negative first impressions. Me too. Anything positive, I feel like those are the relationships that end up sticking. And then... Colby and I, I feel like, went into meeting each other knowing that we were going to be best friends because everybody told us that we were going to be best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had no choice. And I feel like you both get along with a lot of people. Like, you're not very... I don't want to say like picky is the wrong word, but like we're personable. It's easy yeah. for you. To, yeah, you're you're good at getting along with like whoever. I think we can mold a lot of different personalities right. based on who we're speaking to. Right. Like yeah. you're not the we kind. We get along with everybody. Like there are certain people in, that I know that I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like close with, but I'm like, I know that I can't introduce them to literally everyone and be like, have fun. Like, cause you know, yeah. they might not be into the wolves. It's harder for them to get to know people. You guys are not. I don't, I don't worry about you. No, you can throw and us I to the wolves. And I feel like yeah. this episode is a good representation of why we started this podcast more just because we're figuring out <laughs> what it means to date people and the trials and tribulations. Just the good, figuring it out. Yeah, we, we show the good, the bad, the ugly. We do. The good, the bad, and the ugly. But also somebody asked like what inspired us to do it, and I think it was literally just us sitting around and talking. We were like, should we just start recording ourselves sitting around talking and but then... we talk about this stuff anyway we, like do. We, we would say these exact things if we weren't recording too i mean most so, of what comes out on the podcast is unedited like the stuff that you edit is literally like sirens in the background oh i'm just editing like, like the street noise or if like we laugh too loud yeah <laughs> i die just unfiltered <laughs> yeah i save your ears but yeah that's what this podcast is and i'm glad that people are loving it and, and I, that's the feedback we get. People are always like, I feel like I'm sitting in the room with three yeah. of my best friends just talking about random stuff. And I mean, that's- we're not going to sugarcoat it. Like, this is how things go. And like, you know, I think as a listener, people get excited for us with certain things. And yeah. then like things don't go. But that's just life. You know, it's not like it's going to be s- this smooth sailing love story every time. There's no way. In in more positive news, <clears throat> I texted Montel Coffee Guy. Oh, please oh, yes. tell us, Adam. It's not really that great of an update, I feel like, because he's 36 and he's older, so... I <laughs> he's mean, old. He's an old man. Not No, but, like, I'm only saying that because he is just not a texter, you know? Mm-hmm. So, the text conversation is dry. So, like, I basically texted him and said... You thought about calling him or, like, FaceTiming him? Yeah, we could, but I don't know. It's just kind of weird now. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's weird now, but I basically texted him and I was like, hey, I know it's been a while. Didn't mean to leave you hanging in LA because that was totally my oh fault. Oh my God. Yeah. That was forever yeah. ago. I mean, that was like completely my fault. But yeah, it was a month ago. And I just said, I'd love to see you again if it whatever makes sense. No pressure if not. And then he texted me back and he said, hey, obviously would love to see you again. And then we exchanged a couple messages and then it just kind of died out. So I'm sure I'll see him again maybe next summer, like from out in the Hamptons a bunch or something. But when the circumstances align, yeah. like you're both when the of stars your, align. When the yeah, stars align, exactly. then you'll see montauk coffee guy again but yeah yeah well you know a lot some chapters some books like they're you know it's closed now but like it could open itself back up like that's how i feel too i'm like you know this who the heck knows what's gonna happen with meet cute i don't know yeah wait guys i also did the complete opposite of all the advice that we ever give on this podcast on saturday (laughs) (laughs) i went on that lunch date with that yeah i wasn't sure if you were gonna bring it up you went on a lunch date i went on this lunch date with this guy and i met him on hinge just some random guy can i guess what you did yeah. You ghosted him. I did not ghost him. Oh. I actually, I don't ghost people, but I I honestly did something kind of, eh, it's not worse. Basically, <laughs> I went on this date with this guy. It was a lunch date. It was maybe like an hour and a half, and I had high hopes for it because he was British. He was 6'3". I was like pretty attracted to him. He has a good job. He was nice to me. He has a good job. Makes yes. a lot of money. Adam, like- remember when you literally Adam. had a checklist and one of them was like nice to me and you 
hated everybody that was scored over like a two in that category <laughs> my excel spreadsheet yeah so at one point in my life i actually still have it i think i have this excel spreadsheet that has a weighted ranking of all the things that are important to me and it in mul- a person yeah and then i <laughs> and it, it was all the guys that i was talking to at one point and it was like nine guys at a time and it was it wasn't guys that i was necessarily like dating but it was guys that were like prospects and then all these things yeah and one of the categories was nice to me and like Colby said, nice to me was like one of the more important things to me. But every guy who scored the lowest was ended up like the lowest on my like prioritization of guys that I was talking so to. So you they were over a two. Then they I just weren't didn't like them. Yeah, yeah. Then I, you didn't well, like that they were nice to him. Oh, I'm seeing. So so it should have said mean to me, and then or aren't nice to me. Okay, so I'm understanding now. So like if they were mean to you, you liked them more. So yeah. there was a direct correlation with like, guys who were typical. who were mean to me yeah. that I liked them more. Yeah. Like it was just a bad date in my opinion. The guy was just I mean, it wasn't a bad date. The guy was just so not passionate about anything he was talking about and it gave me such an ick. Like he clearly hated his job, hated where he lived, like the whole deal. I just super negative. Wait, yeah, he was a so complainer. Ne- Yes. Oh, and I hate well, a complainer. It, he wasn't even complaining. It was just like, I would ask him about something and then he would be like, Ugh. you know, like everything was just so nonchalant. Like I could tell there was no passion behind anything he was talking about. And at one point I was kind of just like, dude, just fucking tell me like something that you enjoy. What, like it, what, what, what do you, you like doing? Inside? Exactly. I was like, it could be the coffee that you drank this morning. It could be the fucking furniture you just ordered for your new apartment. Like, I don't care. Just tell me something. He's a that negative you like. Nelly. It was so negative and it was such a turnoff for me. And I didn't realize how important that was to me. And so then we went on a walk after the launch date and I was like, fuck, how do I escape this? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go meet my friend Katie for a drink, actually. So I used you and Colby you as an excuse. You used me? Yeah, I said I was going to meet the two escape of you. Coat. Yeah. You can always use me as an excuse. And then he texts i was like okay he's definitely gonna ghost me like there was no way we had any chemistry or anything like that like he's gonna ghost me for sure i won't have to worry about it he texts me after and he's like i had such a great time would love to see you again like let me know when works for you if you're down oh this is where it's coming right? and then this is where what i did but like i i mean i waited like five hours to reply because i was like fuck like i definitely don't want to see this guy again um but i also am so bad at like giving the text that you got you from lied me cute. you lied so i was like oh my god it was so great to <gasps> <laughs> no. no no no. i didn't lie i said it was so great to meet you um and then i said i'm like really busy up through thanksgiving but we we can revisit after i get back from the holiday so that gives like two weeks for him to just like not be into me to anymore fall off the face of the earth. exactly and, and we haven't been texting so i think he kind of got the hint from it but i do feel kind of bad because I, I wasn't completely honest obviously well, I, also what are you supposed to say after a first date first dates don't tell you anything about anyone it more so tells you if you like want to see them again you know well, his performance was bad <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> he gets an f he gets an f <laughs> he needs to go back to acting school <laughs> he really does well the guy that i had gone on a date with previous to meet cute fully ghosted me like the coffee date guy that i went on a, like that sunday that i randomly went on a coffee date i remember he like just fully out of nowhere just I no just text <laughs> look at the light look at the light is that a thing yeah look at the light it makes the sneeze come out Sneeze will come out. Okay, it went away. Oh man, I'm sorry. Saying? I lost it. That's no, disappointing. no, I was just warning you because I don't have like a cute sneeze. I think that's a skill that people master. Like when I sneeze, like, <laughs> have you it, heard like my sneeze? I like blow my back out. <laughs> no, mine's like that too. Yeah. But that takes then, a lot out of me. But I'm not gonna sacrifice my good deep sneeze so it sounds good. Like if if you make it sound, I literally wouldn't know how. So we have an update from a listener that Adam's going to read, and I'm so excited to hear. I love hearing the updates from you guys on what we give advice on. Yes. So this is an update from our episode on November 4th, which was about the maid of honor slash ex boyfriend's family situation. So wait. So she she the ex boyfriend like the she was asked to be a maid of honor for someone. Yes. That for her ex-boyfriend's sister, future sister-in-law. Yes, exactly. Right. And but, the family hates her. But they broke up and then she's like... And I, she's the one who ended yeah. it with the right. guy. Right. She ended it with the guy and she's like, I don't want to be this girl's maid of honor anymore. Because the guy's entire family hates her. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yep. Needed a refresher. No, no, no. That was a good refresher. And maybe <laughs> I should maybe I should start telling people to just like resend the question Give like too. a one sentence yeah. refresher. Whatever. But that's good like, enough to know. Like obviously remember because, because... So we... Our advice was we told her to have a conversation. Like to not do it. Like don't be yes. her maid of honor. You're going to be in all the photos. Like don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So she had the bride over to her house yesterday to talk in person about the situation. She made a few points to her including her fiance, aka the ex's brother, 
and her ex's dad have blocked her on social media. If they can't even follow me on socials, how would they be okay with me being in the wedding? They blocked her? What the fuck? That That's is so crazy. Drama. How do parents even know how to block? I, I didn't know that was a thing either. Um, the pictures will last a lifetime. Do you really want me in them when down the line you could potentially regret that? I don't want there to be any type of drama on your special day. Great points for her to bring up to the bride. That's what she said to the bride. Yes. Okay, good. Exactly. Good. And those are the points she brought up to the bride as to why she wanted to remove herself from the wedding. The bride, or she said about the bride, she seemed disappointed but understanding, or I hope so, and made me the offer to, and made me the offer to step down as maid of honor but still be a bridesmaid. And then our friend said, per your advice and my own gut feeling, I told her respectfully that I don't want to be involved in any capacity. Yes. And Snaps to her. Yes. Woo! I'm very proud of you. And she said, I feel so much better after having dealt with that. While it was a difficult conversation to have, it was the right thing to do. Thank you so, so much for the advice. God Aww. bless. Wow. I hope you feel so proud of yourself. I'd love it's that. hard to have. Relieved. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to have those conversations. And, you know, sometimes the right thing is the hardest thing. Yep. But yeah. it is the right thing. And you would have been mad at yourself standing up there as her maid of honor or even a bridesmaid and thinking like, oh, my God, I'm doing this girl such a disservice because yeah. one day she's going to look at these pictures and be like, who is that girl? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I think her points are so good. Also, the, <laughs> the fact that her fiance's brother... <laughs> And dad. Everybody blocked her. This blocked family her. sounds dramatic as hell. Yeah. Run for the hills, girl. Run for the Protect hills. Protect your peace. Protect your peace no matter what. Yes. Wait, also, I didn't really catch this point at first. Her fiance, so this girl's fiance, also blocked the maid of honor on social media. Whose fiance? So the brother. The boy ex-boyfriend's brother. Okay, so the person so the groom that she yeah. was gonna be looking at as yeah. the maid of honor blocked her. Yes. Imagine standing up at the altar and you're the maid of honor and the, the guy getting married has you blocked on Instagram. Unreal. Imagine. Nobody wants you there. <laughs> Imagine. That sounds horrible. It's just crazy. Jeez. Well, Guys, good for you, girlfriend. Yes, we're very proud of you. Um, I love that update. What a good episode. I, I think it's going to be a couple weeks till we talk to you guys again. Thanksgiving. Yep. We have Thanksgiving. We're going to be off next week for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but... Thanksgiving break. It gives <laughs> us some time to have things happen, and then we'll have updates for you guys. It gives us time to reflect. <laughs> gives us time to um, heal, mend. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. It's been fun, guys. All right. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.